What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the 5K Race Podcast. Please consider visiting the website, which is the 5krace.com, which will direct you to the Strava Club page for the 5K Race. Currently 81 members and counting. And uh, it's a great place to, to encourage one another, see what's going on with each other, uh, follow each other's progress, um, as well as ask questions that you may have uh, for the podcast. And uh, the, the plan is to have a, a solid website back up um, here in a very, very near future. And so I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated on that um, as soon as it's available, hopefully sometime this week. But for now, it redirects you to the Strava Fan Club page, and I highly recommend that you come join uh, the family here. Today, we're going to be talking about basically streak running and ramping up mileage for better fitness in 5K racing. And I'm also going to share my, kind of my thoughts on what I think is uh, the most reasonable races that you should be focusing on for 2020 given the circumstances. And so we're going to, I've kind of got a mentality about, you know, uh, uh, and, he, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about being successful in life at anything, whether it be your job, business, relationships, running, um, being able to adapt and change directions when it's necessary is critical. And so I'm personally having to also kind of change directions just a little bit and, and, and move towards another direction uh, in order to enjoy the sport of, of running. And uh, so I'm going to share that with you uh, today. Before I do that, I kind of want to review uh, one thing that I started doing early on in the podcast was reviewing my previous week of training and also recognizing the club leaderboard. So let me go back to doing that. Some of you are putting in incredible mileage and uh, I can't even break the top 10 uh, against you guys, much less the top three when it comes to overall mileage. My goodness. Uh, so this last week, we had Justin Glore leading the leaderboard for the 5K Race Strava Club with 50 miles ran. Danny, who's been on, uh, been a follower since the beginning, 37.2 miles. Congratulations. And then Tom DeClear with 35 miles. Um, and you guys are really putting in the work. And then some of you are putting in some crazy overall time. Time on feet. Uh, Justin Glore with eight hours. And then we have Tammy uh, Jaquiz. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing your name. Six hours, 54 minutes. And Diane Bryant, six hours and 52 minutes. You guys are killing it. And then with the elevation, which I intend to start leading this category, so I'm coming for you guys. Uh, ben would fall with 2,400 feet, basically. Tommy Corbin, 2,100 feet, and Steve Cry also with 2,100 feet. You guys are, you guys are doing an amazing job, and uh, I, 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 I pay attention, friends. I do. I go and I look, and I see what the kind of activities you guys are doing i try to recognize when you've done a race and uh congratulate you when i can and so very very impressed by the way there's a video version of this i'm recording today and that's something new that we're going to be doing and again you'll be able to find right now you'll just have to search for the 5k race um, on youtube and hopefully you can find it but as soon as we get a website up we'll have some links and stuff going to that 
And uh, if you're on the Strava Club page, I'll leave a link to the YouTube video version uh, so you can kind of see in real time. All right, let me review my training for the week, and then I will get to today's topic about increasing mileage and streak running, uh, something that I'm going to be taking on for the month of May. And uh, I'm happy to invite you guys to join me if you would like to. So this week I put in three hours and 51 minutes of running. Now I've always been kind of a low volume and and once I get over 20 miles per week, that's kind of high volume for me as of right now, but I intend to change that uh, here soon because, um, you know, I'm seeing some, I've been, I've been doing six days a week here recently, usually five runs and a bike and uh, pushed me closer to five hours worth of work. And I've seen incredible results with my heart rate. Um, as far as my uh, aerobic system is concerned, it's the best it's ever been. And because of doing volume, not speed, but just volume. Um, so I'm going to be looking into that. And we're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. So Monday, Monday is a, was a recovery run. And Here's what I've been doing. My wife, you know, she runs around 11, 20 minute pace when we go do like a three mile run. Uh, that's really slow for me, but it's really good for me um, because I'm using those days as recovery runs and I need to be running at a very low heart rate and a very easy effort. Um, for example, let me look at Monday. Uh, average heart rate uh, was 127. So my math heart rate is 143. So, you know, quite a bit below math even. Um, but that's that's a great way to recover is to run even, you know, maybe a minute slower than what your math pace is um, on those recovery days, especially if you're going to do streak running, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Tuesday, I ran five miles at like 9.54 average pace. Again, another easy day. Average heart rate was 147, so just a hair above math. Then I took two days off. I was just kind of feeling beat up. Uh, the week before, I had to put in six days plus two days of home strength training. So really, uh, that would make eight workouts. Um, so I was kind of beat up. Took a couple of days off rest. Uh, also, just it was the weather was crappy. I was just really struggling with motivation those two days. So I took two days off. Uh, so Wednesday and Thursday. Came back Friday, did another easy recovery run with my wife. And then was feeling super motivated Saturday morning, decided to get back to my, the, the thing that I've just really loved over the last couple of years. And I, it seems like I forget how much I love it until I go do it. And that is running trails. And just a hint, uh, that is one of the things we're going to be talking about as a good option for 2020 trail running. Now, so I went out there and I just ran by feel. I've kind of stopped looking at heart rate, while, heart rate while I'm running. I'm just running what feels good, what feels easy, what feels that I can maintain without being tired the next day and, and run for an hour. And that's what I'm going by. And my average heart rate was 149 for that run. So pretty reasonable for being on the trails, especially, you know, when you're climbing and, and stuff that spikes your heart rate. And uh, so if you're following along on the... Uh, video, you can kind of see, you know, first mile, 141, 153 to second mile, 151, 149, 154, 149, 148, 139 for the end. So yeah, I mean, nothing uh, in the tempo range at all and felt good. And this is actually for trail running. This is, this is really good heart rate for me 
uh, on these particular trails, which I run, uh, you know, sometimes multiple times a week. And I will be doing that multiple times a week here in the very near future. So that was my training for the week. Total mileage um, was around yeah, 21.4 miles. So I've really been back into the 20-mile range, and that's with still doing a bike and other cross-training. So uh, pretty, I've had a pretty solid last four or five weeks of, of training. And, but it's all about the change. So let's just transition and start talking about streak running and ramping up mileage for better fitness and better 5K racing. Now, I've heard about streak running, and I know some people that do it, and I've just always thought, man, I just don't think I can, I just don't think I can run every single day. What streak running is, is to run at least one mile every single day. And people talk about how it just really helps ramp up their mentality, ramp up their, their durability, um, and just really, you know, benefits their running and their personal lives. And so I thought, okay, um, I just got my running, uh, running magazine in the mail and on the front page. And I wish I had it to hold up in front of the video, but I don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, it said it was talking about streak running and it had a couple articles about the benefits of streak running and, and people's kind of testimony about streak running and the challenge was for 41 days. And so what I've decided to do, and I'm inviting you guys to join me is a 31 day streak running challenge where you run at least one mile per day. And uh, so I'm just doing it for the month of May. Month of May is the plan. So I kind of have two goals going right now. First goal is to do the streak run for the mu uh, month of May and just really ramp up my aerobic base and durability and, and really get in tip-top shape to go into June, July, August, where we probably, you know, at some point in these three next three months, we'll be able to get some racing in. I'm talking about that here in a minute. Um. And so I'm, I'm not actually, I'm not going to bike. I'm not going to do any other work other than durability work, mobility work, um, which, uh, for mobility, I do, you know, kettlebell deadlifts, single leg squats called pistol squats. And I do the banded lateral leg raises. I try to do that twice a week, three sets. That's those three exercises are great for injury prevention, um, and just running strength and durability. Um, so that's my, that's my, uh, plan for that. So I'm going to do the streak running, but I want to kind of talk about this because if you're going to run every single day, then it's imperative, just critical that you do everything at a low heart rate, especially if you've never ran seven days. I, you know, I'm not someone who typically would, would run seven days straight, much less 30 days straight. So I've got to really approach this with with uh, intelligence and discipline and intent. And so if you're going to join me in this challenge, by the way, if you are going to join me in this challenge, please tell me in the Strava comments. I want to know about it. Um, but you have to approach it intelligently. And so uh, I'm going to keep everything at math or lower. Um, or rather, I should put it this way. I'm going to be running easy. I'm going to be running by feel, which should come out to be about math or lower. You know, if you run by feel, there might be days where you're running a little bit faster, but your heart rate's still low. And there might be days where you're really tired and beat up and you're running really, really slow to keep your heart rate low. Whatever it is for that day, just keep the heart rate low. 
uh, lots of stretching and foam rolling afterwards in order to make this happen. Uh, I personally like prefer stretching and foam rolling twice a day. In the morning, and we're talking five minutes, guys. In the morning and then in the evening. Um, and sometimes three times a day right after a run. The next thing in order to pull off streak running, uh, we need to be disciplined about is our diet. Um, I'm eating very, very clean. Right now I'm on a no added sugar diet. None. There's, there's just no reason. I do not need sugar to go run low heart rate runs. Um, so I'm eating lots of leafy green. Organic leafy green stuff. Um, eggs, you know, just all... just but mostly plant-based. Another thing I'm doing is I have an organic, an organic plant-based protein powder, um, and I mix that with almond milk, water, and ice. And I shake that up, and I have it in my car, and as soon as I get done with my run, boom, I'm hitting that protein shake because the, the, the science, from what I've seen, read, and heard from elite athletes, is the minute you can get that nutrition, it's if you can get that nutrition in like literally after your workout, that really helps with recovery. And so recovery is a big thing if we're going to run every single day. Okay. If we're going to try this streak running thing, or if we're going to ramp up our mileage, we need to be able to recover. Sleep becomes critical, which means again, it goes back to diet. If you want to sleep well, then your diet has to be on point. If you're loading yourself up with things that cause inflammation, lots of dairy, lots of grains, lots of sugar, that's going to lead to issues sleeping. Issues sleeping leads to poor mentality, poor motivation, depression, um, and terrible recovery. You know, these, these are all things that are a runner's nightmare. And so these are all things I'm watching. Very easy on the dairy, very easy on the grains, mostly plants and organic clean meats. Um, that's kind of how I'm approaching my diet as I attempt this. So 31 days is what I'm trying to do. Um, I was going to do the 41 day thing, but there's a chance that a race that I have in Southern Indiana, it's a trail race. So it has a very small number of runners in comparison to most races, um, on June 6th will happen in the state of Indiana. The state of Indiana has rolled out a five-step opening up plan. We're in step one right now. And so it's kind of a gradual reopening where you st and right now we still can't have any gatherings of more than like 10 people or something like that. But by that time frame, we should be able to be, to be able to do some of these events like that with some social distancing. The beautiful thing about trail running is, is most of those races are small in their capacity anyway, because you can't have that many people on the trails. You just can't fit them on the trails. So that leads me into my point I made at the beginning of the podcast. Some of the best racing um, opportunities we're going to have in 2020 with everything going on is going to be trail racing for so many reasons. Number one, it's not a lot of times they don't take place within large cities that are still going to have strict lock uh, lockout, lock-in rules. Um, for example, while a lot of the state of Indiana is starting to slowly open up, the city of Indianapolis is still under more severe restrictions because that's where the majority of the COVID outbreak is in Indiana. 
um, you know, like 99% of it is in that area or 95% of it. So, you know, that's, so some of those larger city runs, I don't know when they'll be available or when they might happen. Uh, Indianapolis has a huge marathon there uh, called the Monumental Air Marathon. Hopefully that will happen for people who love the marathons. The Indy Mini, which is the Indy 500 Mini, which is the largest half marathon on the planet, um, or at least in the United States of America, was canceled for the first time in 45 years, which typically would take place this month, or I think this coming weekend maybe. Uh, but it's not going to happen, obviously. So trail running in rural communities is going to be your best shot. And so I went ahead and signed up for the June 6th run. Um, it's part of the Dino series. I actually was able to do the first run of the series. I did a 5K, uh, which was in March. It was the first week of March. I was able to do that before the before all this went down. And so literally like a week before it all went down, I got the first race in. The next two were canceled. There's a chance this one could happen. This one's about two and a half hours from where I live. So instead of the 5K, I decided to sign up for the 15K um, because here's kind of my rule of thumb. If I'm going to drive two and a half hours, I'm not driving two and a half hours for a 20-minute run. you know. So it needs to be longer for me to do that. So I signed up for the 15K. And so this month, as I'm doing this streak running, I'm trying to get a lot of my longer distance runs done on the trails to build up kind of that vertical climbing and just trail strength. Another thing is, is the, you know, a lot of the state parks in many states, at least here in Indiana, are open. Um, and so I go early. I went Saturday morning early, ran, and there was nobody on the trails. It was beautiful and quiet, and I did my seven and a half miles, and it was wonderful. Um, so I, you know, my original intent this year was to focus on triathlon and more road stuff. Um, but that's that may not just that may not be the reality. So I'm switching gears and I'm adapting. The second thing that's going to be probably uh, best opportunities for racing this year, as far as race distance is concerned, is the five k. Is the five k. A lot of these big marathons, a lot of these giant triathlons, like Ironman. I have one here in my hometown at uh, still hasn't been canceled yet. Uh, it's July 11th. There's a chance it could happen. Uh, but a lot of these larger events are at least f through the spring and summer probably won't happen. These races, you know, these big marathons that have 20, 30,000 people, 10,000 people, they're probably not going to happen. What is going to be available probably is smaller 5Ks, but here's the thing. In a lot of states and in a lot of cities, they're probably going to be limited on capacity. So I'm kind of looking at what ones I want to do and getting signed up now. Uh, for example, the trail race, I went ahead and signed up for it because I, f I figure if it does happen, it'll be limited on how many people can run it. And so I wanted to make sure I've already got my name in on these places. And here's the thing. There's a chance that some of these races will get canceled and we'll lose our 20 to $50. But I also look at it like this. I'm trying to support these race companies. And so even if I lose my entry fee, I've supported them so that they're still in business come next year. Because if we don't support them, and let's say things get back to some type of normalcy, these companies that we love that put on these races for us, they may not exist in 2021 because we didn't support them. So I'm still going to sign up for the races, and if and I'm not going to have a bad attitude if they get canceled. I supported them and kept them in business. It's kind of my 
uh, mentality. So let me see if I can kind of rein it all in because I feel like I've been rambling a lot. I'm taking on the 31 day running challenge, inviting all of you to do it. If you're going to do it, this is where you run at least one mile a day. If you're going to do it, remember you have to keep it all very, very easy. And on those days when you're really tired, even easier, ridiculously easy, okay? But I think the benefits will be massive. The next thing I want to do, I told you at the beginning of the episode, I've always been a low-volume runner. I think my highest week was around 27 or 28 miles as I was leading into the half marathon in the fall. This particular week, this week, and you guys can come to the Strava Club page and try to keep me accountable if you if you want. I'm going to try to get 30 miles this week. So I'm going to run all seven days, and I'm trying to get to 30 miles. So I have a couple of six-mile runs, an eight-mile run, and some shorter recovery runs with my wife uh, to try to make all that happen to get to the 30-mile marker for this week. And I'd really like to keep that all the way through the month of May and have my first month where I, where I, you know, just set the highest amount of volume ever. And I'm hoping that fitness will carry into June. If the Ironman happens here in my hometown of Muncie, Indiana, um, obviously I'm not training for it. I can't swim. Um, I haven't been biking because I've just been motivated to run. And so I'm riding the motivation that I have. I'm, if it happens, I'm still going to do it. And I'll just have to treat it like it's a really long aerobic training day. So I will do the race at math more or less. I'll do the swim. I'll sit on the bike and really just keep it easy, which is going to make for a really long 56 mile bike ride and then jog out the half marathon. Um, you know, this, the, the Ironman for me is more of a, versus being really, really competitive. It's more of a bucket list item. I just want to do it. It's in my hometown. I think it's ridiculous that I've not done it. Um, so I'm not going there to try to qualify for the world championships, you know, as, as I do for a lot of things, uh, try to qualify for whatever qualifications are available. I'm just going there to, to finish, to complete it and say, I've done this event. I've experienced it. And it's going to be a nice six, six and a half hour um, aerobic fitness day that I hope to bring into August. And then my hope is for the fall to really get some, some serious 5K running in and, and get a new PR this year for the 5K race. So that's kind of how I'm approaching 2020. So the best chances you have for racing this year are going to be more rural trail running. So look for that in your community. See what you can find. We have a lot of it in Indiana. Um, I don't know, you know, depending on where you live. Or 5Ks that don't draw in 5,000 people, right? You know, for me, 500 to 1,000 runners is awesome. I love those type of events. And uh, the 5K is the race that we push the most and talk about the most. And it just so happens those are going to be our best chances for racing in 2020 anyway. All right. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. Again, I'm trying to pour myself into this project. I'm trying to release an episode once a week. Got the live video going. Going to get the website going. The book that I told you about, I'm hoping to release by July 1st. I've got it all outlined. Two or three chapters are already uh, first draft written. 
Um, again, there's there's no financial support for this podcast as of right now. So I'm just bearing the cost of the hosting for the podcast and all that myself. Um, and so when July comes around and the book launches, if you guys would consider purchasing the book, that's how you could support this podcast. Um, but until then, if you would just join the Strava Club, if you would just share it with friends, if you would take five seconds to go into iTunes and give it a five-star rating and tell people that you enjoy the podcast, share it with people on Facebook or something like that, that would be extremely, extremely helpful. If you have questions that you would like me to address and talk about in the next podcast, uh, you can ask those on the Strava Fan Club page as well. All right, friends, that's all I have for you this week. Keep running, keep trying, and I'll speak to you soon. 